Hi. How are you? Yeah, good, good. Thank you. First of all, I wanted to say thank you for coming onto this podcast because at the end of the day, I'm just a fan, right? I don't come with any brand backing or I'm not a professional even. All that I'm doing it is for sirs. I mean, as a tribute to sir. That's all. And uh, with a lot of love and respect, with no returns or expectations whatsoever. That's my only objective. And I said that to sir as well. And he said, "You're showering so much love. I don't know how I can return it." I said, "Sir, what you're doing for us is more than enough." <laughs> wow. Yeah, I I agree with you that uh, it's. it's his uh, music it's his way of being and the yeah. way sir ha- is you know yeah. for last so yeah. many years that it has been the biggest source of inspiration for me yeah and uh, i feel like if we can connect to that inspiration mm. uh i think that's the common thread like yeah. between you and me that yeah. inspiration and the adulation that we have for rehman sir is something yeah. that that connects Yeah. Whoever you will meet, wherever you know, any any part of the world, and if if we talk about Rahman sir with this passion, yeah, uh, then I'm in. I'm in that conversation. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Heep. So I I have to uh, share something with you. Uh, I've I've had like 16 or 17 guests so far who have come on to this podcast and spoken about sir and shared their journeys, and there are there were. some who made me run around like crazy to chat with their manager back and forth back and forth and some who who have not even got back to me yet but you're the only one who responded in less than 30 seconds or 1 minute saying yep i'm in let's do this so thank you so much for this i i felt over the moon when you said that because i was a bit uh, i don't know i was unsure whether you would do it because number one is you're one of the top singers in india why would you even have to do it for a fan just a fan so i was a bit unsure but when you did that i was so over the moon thank you so much <laughs> thank you i think it was your um, your intention and it was yeah. it's just sometimes you don't have an answer to something is just you connect you connect thank you thank you so much great uh, niti before we start can we take a picture so sure. i'll i'll put your screen on the bigger screen and uh so just bear with me yeah all right you can stay as you are and i will take a picture from you awesome yeah okay hang on yes one more beautiful awesome <laughs> great thanks so much neeti and look neeti um for the first time ever right when i saw you was in the sydney concert parameter 2010 and i was right in the front i i had actually traveled to india to see my folks and i still remember telling my parents that no no sir's concert is there i have to go back early so i actually came back from india uh, i cut short my holidays to come back to sydney to watch you guys perform and then i was so the moon um i still remember I don't know if you remember uh you sang Shivaji movie's Adhredi Kara song you had so much energy and the attitude and the way you carried yourself was just mind blowing and me being right in the front you're performing along with sir it was just fantastic do you have any memories of that concert 
Sandra, I, I clearly remember being part of uh, the Sydney concert in Parameter in 2010. And, yeah. and I remember I was so excited to travel to Australia for the very first time. And, mm. and I thanks to Rahman sir that I have traveled to so many countries, but especially to Australia, like it was like giving me so much of thrill. And I was in the middle of shooting a television show that time. Yeah. So by the time the dates came in and everything happened, I realized that I was just landing in the evening, yeah. a day before the concert. Yeah. Uh, I think it was in January 2010, right? It was, so it, it was. Yeah. Yes. So I remember that I just landed in the evening. Next evening I performed and the wow. same night I, I had to leave Australia. Wow. And I was so sad about it. I'm like, this is my first time in Australia, in Sydney. And, and this is all I... You know, I I have less than 24 hours, and yeah. I I am flying for more than 24 hours to get yeah. there and come yeah. back. Yeah. So uh, I remember we reached the venue, mm. and the concert was very special. It was for Indo-Australian friendship uh, concert, and there were some student killings that time. And I remember that this was done to boost the friendship between the two countries. Yeah. Uh, and, and I was feeling very good about it that, you know, because we have so many Indians all over the world and, mm. and it feels very bad when someone is hurt and especially an innocent person is hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And when they are just simply studying and trying to make a life and try yeah. to start their career and everything. So it, it makes you feel very low. So I was mm. happy that a concert like this mm. uh, was, was happening. And I also remember it was supposed to be uh, telecasted live in Australia on some channel. Right. Okay. And uh, while we were rehearsing, uh, the weather got really bad. Yeah. Uh, and um, and and we got a forecast that it was going to rain. Yeah. It was going to rain massively while the show was on. So uh, we had a lot of cameras around us in front yeah. of the stage. Yeah. And uh, and we started seeing everybody was just just putting plastic sheets around the yeah, camera yeah. when we were rehearsing all night and I remember I was doing some dance se sequence yeah. as well I was singing Ringa Ringa I was singing yeah. Maya Maya I was singing a couple of more songs mm. Ati Ready like you mentioned yes. yeah uh, so uh, I, I remember clearly that because I was so excited to be in Sydney yeah and, yeah. and it was a huge park Right? Yeah. It was a parameter yeah. park. Parameter park, yeah. Wow, you remember? And, and I had never seen, it was almost, it was 10 years ago. Correct. Right, Correct. This show. And there were so many people when the show started. I was part of the second or the third song, and that's when yeah. I actually uh, saw so many, like, ocean of people in the park. And, and the best part was that I had never seen people bringing their own beer. And they had their, you know, umbrellas with them. They had come prepared for the rain. I had never seen that. So that's why I clearly remember all these things because for me it was so nice to, yeah. to that I wish I was in the audience too. You know, I was thinking like that to myself. And uh, then what happened? Yeah, so it was the second or the third song, uh, the Athiradi song. Yeah. And suddenly it starts pouring. And you see all the umbrellas, you know, you see the yeah, yeah. full of people and you see everybody's umbrella coming up. And 
kids are sitting, parents are sitting with them, they have their beer cans and drinks and food, and nobody's leaving. They have their raincoat, raincoats on. Yeah. Nobody's leaving. And yeah. for me, I thought for once the show will, you know, kind of pause for a minute yeah. Yeah. or or a half an hour or depending on yeah. the rain. But it didn't stop. And the yeah. show went yeah. on and, and we continued performing. Uh, the stage kind of got fully wet uh, because the rain was torrential, yeah. I remember. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, uh, but still the concert was, was a success. People didn't yes. leave. They enjoyed the concert. We went back to the hotel and, uh, and we, we remember watching the show. Oh, wow. The show was being telecasted like yeah, it was yeah. being Shepherd awesome. Live or something. And we were watching the show and we were like, my God, were we performing in this weather? And look at look at the enthusiasm of, of the audience. They, they didn't leave. Yeah. Yeah. So it was so amazing. Like my first Good. ever trip It's just that I left the, the same night. For yeah. 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 I didn't get to see anything. It was, it was an amazing concert for sure. And uh, I had to catch an early morning flight from Sydney back to Melbourne the next morning. So... I was like in the trance of the concert. Like I took me a few days to get out of it. And I was jet lagged as well because I traveled back from India straight to Sydney to watch the concert and then to Melbourne. But yeah, it was just amazing. Uh, you won't believe it, right? Uh, this, this I know this is an ARMR, I love ARR podcast, right? But there is one song of yours that sort of plays almost every day. And you won't believe it. This is, I have to find a link to link that music director with Sir. It's Anirudh. Okay, he's a fan of Rehman Sir, right? Yeah. Your song, Neum Nanam. Oh my God, it's just mind blowing. It does something to me every time I hear it. Do you remember? I mean, I, I'm very keen to know. It's a very special song for me. Thank you so much. Uh, it is it is a very special song for me too. This was my first recording with Anirudh and I remember, I think it was four or five years ago. Yeah. Uh, and I was in Mumbai and I got a call and I, I think it was during rainy season yeah. that I recorded because yeah. the weather was beautiful and I was sent the song to learn. Yeah. And uh, generally... Um, you know, a lot of times I travel to, to Chennai to, to record Tamil songs, but here I was not called there. I was just asked to dub well, You said Tamil songs. Wow, amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I love I love the language and I love the songs and I, I try to pronounce words. It's perfect. I don't think being Tamilian I would have said that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it was raining and, I, and and in the evening I was trying to learn the songs and of course yeah. the lyrics were uh, were challenging for yeah. me yeah. Uh, I, because I, I was not sure whether I was pronouncing the words yeah. correct or not. Yeah. Uh, so I just learned them as, as sent and then next day when we got into the studio then Anirudh was on Skype and um, and I, I, I told him how much I loved the song and I'm like, I don't believe this, it's like a dream coming true to be singing a melody like this yeah. for you and and I remember it was raining outside wow. and, yeah. and it was just the perfect setting for me yeah. to get into yeah. the mood of the song 
and then i asked him please explain me what what the song is about and what yeah. the lyrics are about and and then he was singing it too so i was very yeah. thrilled that it's my you know how lucky i can get that that i'm singing with him and what a beautiful melody and um, instantly loved it and and i think it was an instant uh, hit in terms of uh, people just fell in love with the melody and they 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 said we have never heard you like that we heard you in gra and other yeah. songs yeah. where you sound your tonal quality is different yeah. but here you sound so melodious and yeah. and you know and very um, very beautiful so i got a lot of compliments yeah. for the song and and then an ifa south of course for this so i was like really really grateful for a song like this and i love anirudh's music so futuristic and it 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 appeals to to the masses and the youngsters yeah. Yeah. so yeah. i am always looking forward to working with him awesome. again and again yeah it's it's a great song for sure and it i don't know it just brings a smile whenever i listen to this um well am i stretching my boundaries of the friendship if i request you to sing maybe one line of this oh okay so so melodious my goodness you're so blessed neeti absolutely my goodness uh for to sing this song generally i really like to be in the mood and yeah. like even before if i'm performing the song i really like to spend some time with this yeah. song uh, and it just requires a certain thought process yeah. and i always like to have that before i sing but here you just ask me so um so of course i was not in that zone i was not in that zone but uh, but yes when i when i sing it of course i i like to come from that that yeah. source yeah. Uh, you know that this song requires yeah. that energy and that feel so it's very important for um for a singer to bring that to the melody because True. it's the it has to be the innate quality of, of the performance True. of the song so yeah anyways <laughs> amazing and i actually agree with you because that's what shows up on the stage as well when you perform and i think if i had to hand pick a few who absolutely nail the performances on stage you're number 1 no exaggeration here because i've been to nearly 12 of sir's concerts i think i've traveled all the way to india and then uh, with the ones that i've seen here in melbourne and as well as in sydney i think you just nail it and that clearly shows i mean you were just born to perform i think some of your colleagues have thrown some questions as well to ask you i'll ask you towards the end wow uh, uh, it's it's more like they are wanting to know from you about okay. certain things and so the thing is i mean uh, one of your fans from sydney right called padmalatha she sent a question just about an hour ago she said chandra please ask neeti this question and her question was you perform so well in all the concerts and especially sir's concerts 
how do you achieve the perfection and also how do you work on the diction especially songs from other languages like tamil and stuff like that that was a question so what's your thoughts on that uh, her name is padmalata padmalata okay thanks for the question padmalata um uh, i think to answer your first question which is uh, how you bring the performance on stage so i feel like when you are singing in a room uh, or when you're singing in the studio yes yeah. it's totally a different kind of approach that you have to have uh, but when you know that you're performing in a concert where um, you know the the lights and the uh, the the led wall and and the music and and someone like rehman sir is on stage mm-hmm. with with you know one of the best bands ever uh you just want to nail the song mm. and uh, and that becomes your responsibility as a, as a singer mm. uh, because because rehman sir is trusting you with that song so uh you want to kind of practice it so many times like sitting standing in a shower uh, while washing the utensils and you know maybe tying your shoelace uh, in whatever way you can sing and try producing the best perfect and closest tone to the original song uh, you have to try that yeah. so that it it becomes a part of you wow and it it comes very naturally to you it's like how i'll just open this bottle and drink drink the water right i know that it's going to go in my in my mouth and and this uh-huh. is this i do every day so same thing when you are performing on stage uh, whatever of your performing if there are five songs um this is what i try to do is that i go through those songs again and again and i uh this is what my music teacher taught me she said if you are standing and singing then practice the song standing wow. if you're sitting and singing sitting on a chair and singing then please sit on that chair feel how you know feel the the how you feel um uh, putting your feet down on the yeah. floor and what's the difference uh, what's yeah. the distance yeah. the height of the chair and everything it all matters and if you are sitting on the ground then please sit on the floor and practice it if you're wearing heels and walking while singing please practice with that wow everything matters like even one breath that you take on stage uh, it ha- it has to have a meaning Wow. and everything so it's all about just feeling the song so much and you're performing it so it should be an audio visual experience yeah yeah when when you're performing so i come from that point of awesome. um uh, like like i just try to come from yeah. that kind of uh, preparation i yeah. guess amazing and secondly like to answer uh, her uh, second question that diction again because i know that tamil is not my first language i am always like freaking out singing it live uh, because most of the people and especially rehman sir and the audience they 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 speak this is their mother tongue right so for me to sing that i feel little alien on stage and i know yeah. that i'm making mistakes mm. but i still feel like it's okay let's make mistakes confidently yeah <laughs> yeah so again trying it and and learning the lyrics as much as possible and always hari charan is there who is like my lyrics buddy and he's always trying to help me and he would after the rehearsal uh, you know i would sing something wrong and he would 
very gently and politely pull me into the corner and he'll say, hey, listen, Neeti, this word is not pronounced <laughs> like this. When you pronounce it like this, it totally changes the meaning and it, sound, it becomes a bad word. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> So this this happens to me and and Jonita a lot and we are wow. always like embarrassed. We are like, oh my god, what did we do? Yeah. But I don't know. You sing so confidently though. Maybe that's all that goes with your. Fake it. Fake it. No, no you way. You're okay? No way. I can't. I don't agree with this. You are not faking it. It's. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I've seen you perform so many times, and I don't know if you remember. You also performed in Delhi Encore uh, 2017. Uh, encore concert. I was there. I flew to Delhi all the way just to see Sir, and I was there right in the front row. And then, yeah, you killed it even then. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, it was mostly Hindi songs, though. Hindi. Yeah. Because it was. Yeah. 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 Indeed. And look, um, I know you've worked with almost every music director, and there's one particularly I wanted to ask you about. And this guy is an ardent fan of Sir. And you've got some amazing tracks with this guy, especially the whole of the album was yours, um, Amit Trivedi. And a number of your fans here in Australia messaged me saying, okay, please ask Neeti about this. How was it working with Amit? Because Amit is an ardent fan of Sir. So what, what's the comparisons here or what's, what's her take on this? Well, uh, I think it was two ardent fans of Rahman's are working together. <laughs> and, and Bombay Velvet, which, yeah. which uh, was the album that I worked on with Amit Trivedi. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, um, uh, I got that album because of GRA, uh, because yeah. he... Uh, when, when Jab Tak Hijan released uh, and when uh, Amit saw, he told me himself, when, when he saw my voice suiting Anushka so well, mm-hmm. he, he said that, you know, I had to get you on Bombay Velvet because it was Anushka who was playing a singer in the movie. And um, uh, after that, I, I spent so much time with him and I realized that he's such a huge fan of Rahman sir and we used to discuss so many songs and and uh, and one common thing was that in whatever, wherever we are musically in life, Rahman sir has a huge role to play in that. Yeah. You know, because if we had not heard his music and we used to discuss this all the time that if yeah. we had not heard his music and and we were we had not attempted it or, or performed it somewhere or uh, took that as a reference to create something we would have not reached here mm. so yeah i mean there is whatever releases of rahman sir you know like me and amit we were discussing that we have to check it out because there is something to learn in that and even though you're not part of it you maybe you've not sung it but you yeah. are you're here to learn from it. And I feel like every soundtrack of his, there is something that I learn, And um, wow. it's just so beautiful. Right. Wow, amazing. Uh, actually, on that note, right, here's another fan of yours who asked me to ask you this question. His name is Mohamed Anif. And he said, uh, what's the music creation process between Sir and others? How does it differ? Hey, Mohammed Anif, thanks for the question. And, and I'm sure you, 
you are into music to be asking a question like that because uh, we all want to know how something something you know like a magical song comes out what's the process of creating it so when you work with sir um, you know that there is there is this magic that's going to happen and and you're going to be part of it first of all that's overwhelming mm -hmm. that you're called to the studio and and you have to be part of of something and you don't know you have no clue what's going to happen is it a hindi song or a tamil song or or yeah. english or just an alap or or just a breath on the mic you don't know wow you know and you only uh, discover it once you reach the studio and then the track is given to you and it's played to you uh, and and i mean for me it every time it has been different sometimes i've recorded with him on skype sometimes he's there in person yeah. sometimes it's more like a jam sometimes um sometimes we are just coming up something like like there was a song called um from the film linga mm. the soundtrack of linga and there was mona gasolina least, yeah yeah so that song i remember that i had i was not even given the song i wow. was just straight asked to go to go to the recording booth and i wow. went to the mic straight and i have no idea what i'm singing and and i was just given the lyric sheet yeah and rehman sir was recording me and he was just giving me the tune yeah and in, and just making something and and i was just repeating it that's wow. all wow wow and that's all i was doing and he said just bring a lot of grunge and attitude and you know this and that and i was only blindly following him so i i for me i think that's the process just blindly follow the composer uh because they know it they, they have created the song and uh, this is their creation mm. and they know where they will tell you where to take breath and where not to take breath yeah. or where to sing loud or soft or show dynamics or show any musicality or don't show anything yeah. just sing it straight yeah. so uh, especially with rahman sir i mean i follow him to the t for any recording and i follow that actually in all my recordings i prefer following the music director's uh, uh, directions completely mm -hmm. and with rahman sir the unpredictability is is what keeps you on your toes and and of course the tune is always uh, challenging and always very interesting and it's more like a music class for me mm. yeah. wow amazing um actually on that note when you said unpredictability right have you got any memories of those instances where you were like oh wow this is something that i never predicted or does this actually always happen oh uh, so it's been 17 years that i'm part of remonsers concerts amazing i it was 17 years no sorry 13 years yeah i it was 2007 that i joined his band and it's been 13 years now amazing. and and the years to come and and i hope so i mean i would always like to be associated with sir in whatever way i can uh, because i he's like like a guru for me and i i always look up to him and sometimes i don't even say anything to him but i feel like he knows he just you know because some that's the connection i feel i have yeah. with, with him so uh, i have always seen him uh so unpredictable on on every show like i 
yeah, like someday you would, like sometimes you're performing Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So sometimes you feel like, oh, you know, on this Friday show, this had worked. Let's let's make people scream mm. this word or make them sing this. Saturday, again, you try that. That, oh, because it worked on Friday, it'll work on Saturday. But he will not do that. He wow. will do something totally different. <laughs> and like, like for example, Dilse, like yeah. the jam that the band and him, they do, the trade, yeah the trade-off it's never the same yeah it's always different Mossum and escape it's always different yes. um, there are some songs which are performed exactly the same because of the yeah. nature of yeah. those songs as yeah. such but some songs are are just let loose because mm. because mm. they have the the room for jamming yeah so that jam will never be the same yeah. it'll always be different and Sometimes the way he will say, they'll say, and sometimes he will not do the octave high. Sometimes he will do the only the octave low, but it will become like an like a raga kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, Whereas yeah. it's it's a very different kind of song. So it's just so amazing to to see that. And um, yeah, yeah. I, I think once I saw him take off his jacket, and I'm like, is this really happening? And he's he went live on on Twitter. And we were in, in some, I think we were in Sydney or something. And he did that. He went live from Twitter. Wow. And we were performing Mustafa or Jaiho or something. And uh, once or twice he did that. And I think that was never planned. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. That yeah, that yeah, yeah. Him, we have always uh, read about him that he's, yeah. you know, an introvert. And he, and, and suddenly on stage, he'll be, he'll be the star performer and you'll be like what <laughs> like the image behind you of sir is like with a, with a mic like that yeah indeed is that a mic in his hand yes it is yeah so so look at him like he just surprises you with these gestures sometimes true yeah. that's very well said actually um in fact uh, I've, I've met sir a number of times now and then Right from the first time I met him, I never got a feeling that he's actually an introvert. He actually speaks a lot and he is he cracks so many jokes. His sense of humor is amazing. And I was going to ask you, um, sir is more like a mentor to you, a guru. What is it like to have A.R. Rahman as your mentor? I, I don't know if, it, if that's a pressure on him, but it's a pressure on me <laughs> to, to have him as a mentor. And I've always maintained that. Yeah. And now I feel like whatever I'm doing in life, uh, it somehow, whatever my actions are, uh, they are somewhere related to him. Because if I call him my mentor and whatever I do in life and whatever, I, whatever choices I make, mm. uh, somewhere you know, he would always know, okay, Niti did this and Niti did that. So I feel like, I feel very responsible towards my actions because somewhere he's watching over me. So, uh, so I just feel, yeah, I feel like, like he's so, he's, he's so cool. And at the same time, that father figure. Yeah. And so it's, it's a very cool thing that he has, like, he's so young and 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 so cool at the same time he can be someone's mentor and he would have the wisest advice for you 
Yeah. Yeah. Which nobody else will will say, you know, and he would he would say totally opposite of what the world is saying to you, and and you'd be like, wow, that's a nice perspective. <laughs> you know. It you actually said that so very well because um, he was on the podcast as you know just last week, and he gave me. 45 minutes and 5 seconds so i can't miss out even on that 1 second that he was there so 5 seconds are five very second. important uh so one of the things i told him during the podcast was sir i idolized you and to a to an extent where if i get angry about something i try and think about the fact that okay you never get angry and you don't want to uh, invest your energy into getting angry or you would rather invest that in something else and he nodded his head and he smiled and he said okay if you idolized me then just go and get married soon <laughs> i said sir i need get to find the right what? one huh get married what get married soon he's oh get married behind, soon he's behind my back to get married and every day he's like okay next time i talk to you you need to tell me whether uh, you're getting married soon or you found one or what he just creeps keeps cracking jokes that's all he told me the same thing when i uh, when i went to invite him for my wedding and yeah. and he said neeti thank god you're getting married i said sir i mean you never spoke about this and now i hear thank god you're getting married because i was worried about you you were not getting married and it's been 13 years you're just going on and on performing and not settling down and i was sir i was waiting for the right person to you right. know walk into my life and then i introduced him to my husband and yeah but it was amazing that that he just cares and uh, he's you know yeah so it's so nice he he cares and he actually means it and i'll explain to you why i say that because his sister rehana ma'am was on the podcast she came very early on uh, this is like going back 5 6 weeks ago or even earlier than that and she told me during a podcast that sir is being a fatherly figure like for you and i said oh right okay ma'am but why do you say this he said yeah he spoke about you at home as well and he said uh, that you're not being serious about getting married and everything i said ma'am are you cracking a joke you're actually telling me and she said no 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 sir is like a fatherly figure for you i said okay right <laughs> i can't believe it yeah. so amazing and he's got millions of things running in his head right why would he care about this one guy sitting in melbourne correct so but but it's not that i feel like uh, the this is another thing that you learn from him that for him it uh, the boundary of a country does not matter if you know if the hearts have connected they yeah. connect and now no matter where you are he would always care for you and if you reach out to him he would he would reach he would reply back with a lot of love True. and and i feel like you you don't you don't have that with many people no. and this this we need to like i feel like i i want to be like him if somebody reaches out to me i want to give them love and i whatever i can give them i i feel like if you follow someone like rahman sir you have to bring those qualities in yourself and try to try to be a good human being so true. and spread positivity and love through just by being there for people who need you or who yeah. may need you and and you are actually doing that neeti not that i'm uh, saying it just for the heck of it but um to the fact that you you 
you are you have been treating me like a good friend and then um you know you don't have any air around you i just ask you uh send you messages and you straight away respond to it and you're just being really nice and loving and that's clearly shows and that's what exactly served us too and then he he doesn't judge anyone and he just showers the love um and also there's another thing that i wanted to share the thing is um when um i met sir in trichy um that's in february i traveled all the way to uh, india to just to meet him um then he was in the rehearsals up on the stage that this was the day before the concert and he saw me standing and i was probably wearing the same hat i think and then he waved waved his hand and he said come this way so i went beside the stage and then within 2 minutes he came down and then he spoke to me for 15 minutes 15 wow. minutes during the rehearsals so the guys were doing the rehearsals he came down spoke to me for 15 minutes and said okay you came all the way from australia are you doing well and we spoke about so many other topics but considering the man he is and running the entire show on his shoulders and being so busy and stuff still pulled out that time regardless of the fact whether i traveled from australia from pune or anywhere the fact that he pulled out time to even meet that guy who came all the way said a lot about him not that i was i mean but he does that all the time i go and meet him and yeah i feel very blessed that's all and um also instances where i he comes in my dreams um i shared this with sasha as well when she came in the podcast and i told her sasha i don't know if you have experienced this but sir comes in my dreams and she said okay tell me more i said yeah he comes in my dreams and probably a day or two later i get an email from him and somehow i feel that because he he just randomly sends an email okay his emails are generally uh he he cracks a joke asking me okay what happened have you found a girl yet <laughs> right something like that and but this some sort of a telepathy thing so i think about him and maybe he thinks about me and then he sends me a note it's just magical i don't know i don't know how to describe it yeah Anyways, you can't so, describe it. you can't describe something like this yeah it has no no tag no no meaning true yeah i don't want to talk about this further because i think i'll end up having tears so i'll probably stop <laughs> um one of our very good friends our friends you you'll probably know who this guy is he said you have to ask neeti this one and i said okay tell me and he said how do you keep a great balance with everything that you do and he said i would like to personally know about this because i want to learn from you and this is a very good friend nazif <laughs> and he also said when you're calling him <laughs> i call him nm so his name is nazif mohammed and i'm neeti mohan so we call each other nm so we are the nms in each other's lives and and one of the nicest and most beautiful human being i know and yes. he happens to manage uh, you know like we work together as well i can't call him a manager he's beyond that and much more than that he's uh, he's like the best friend that i have and 
Yes, I think I think he always tells me this that you are able to balance how to sing, how to perform, how mm. to be there for your friends and uh, personal life and everything. And I, I think I try. That's because I, I just want a wholesome life. Yeah. So where I want to enjoy my personal life as much as I want to enjoy my work. So it's very important for me to spend time at home and and give yeah. my time. to my family and friends as well. I don't know Siri got activated. Yeah. Um it's amazing and you no know, recently you were in Melbourne right? So that Just was the month the world Just, went I know. into a lockdown. I know. Imagine where I was. I was in <laughs> no other country but Australia. Yeah. So uh I I was just wanting to know Okay, how did you find Melbourne? I know you've been here before too, and yeah, I also saw that you tried the puffing billy and stuff, which uh, the train you might remember, the steam train, puffing billy. The puffing billy, yeah. Yeah. So, in fact, every year there's a race called the Great Train Race. So we race against the puffing billy train. So I've been doing it for seven years in a row. and and yeah i think i won three times against the train so uh, that's running like 15 kilometers start to the end so i i i was in i was in all smiles when i saw a picture of you in the puffing billy train yeah yeah it's so cute and i was with my sisters yeah. and my and, and and we were in melbourne for four days so yeah. we we uh, saw Amazing! We saw the match, the T20 Women's yeah. World Cup, and then we were invited for that. And then yeah. we went to Puffing Billy. We went to this orchard. Uh, then we also saw we did hot air balloon. We went to Gold Coast as well. And then we were going to go to Sydney. So yeah. That was it. Was like 15 days uh, yeah. awesome. holiday in in this March. I know. And and just we had to return. Uh, from Gold Coast, and we had to cancel Sydney. Yeah. But Melbourne is so nice and so so amazing. My cousin studies there, so he told me that. It's oh yeah. Fun. Yeah. So he's studying there, and luckily he was he was in India when yeah. the lockdown happened. So that's good. why I I hear such good things about Melbourne all the time. And uh, yeah, I mean Australia is so much fun. It's so close mm. to nature, and I I really appreciate that. Yeah. About people there, they really, really value, uh, you know, the the environment and the yeah. nature and the animals and. Indeed. And yeah. I think that that extra effort that that every Australian puts yeah. in, no matter who's living there, and from which country they're in, but everybody is has this feeling towards nature. We mm. also saw. Uh, we also visited one of the, you know, the hospitals, Kurumbin Hospital. Okay. That was also amazing. Like it was for the they they rescue animals and they oh, yeah. treat them. Yeah, yeah. So I I feel I felt so good seeing that also. Are you an animal lover? Who is in? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think we have. I mean, I we've always had a dog at home, yeah. and uh, we've always enjoyed the company of pets. <laughs> uh, but more so, all the more now the time has come to kind of. Uh, you know, go towards nature and yeah. take care of of yeah. our environment and yeah. whatever yeah. little tree that you can plant and take care of animals. It's yeah. an ecosystem. 
Yeah. So if everybody is respected, you will be respected. Of course, as we speak, you know, I have a dog too, and he's actually sleeping on my bed because it's much warmer there. It's now winter here in Australia. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's why I'm wearing a jumper and everything. And uh, so he's actually sleeping on my bed right now. And he knows the moment the podcast finishes, he will come jumping over me because it means walk time for him. His name is Happy. He's a happy guy. <laughs> so actually on that note about Melbourne, right? Uh, I have to share this with you. So uh, this was in the 20, was it the 2017 or 20, which one was it? 20, 2017. It was 2017. I remember, yes. The Melbourne concert. And I was in the front row, no doubts about it. And there was this one song that you killed it. And it was absolutely amazing. And I, I have to, I, I can't find the words that I really want to describe. It was so good. And this is, I'm not talking about uh, GRA, but I'm actually talking about Chandraleka. And I, some of, I've, I've seen you perform this in Chennai as well during one of my trips. Can't remember exactly which year, but this song, I think, personally, if you ask me as a fanboy, I don't think anyone else other than you can perform as good as you do because um, I don't know, you carry so much energy and the attitude that the song requires. And I think you add your signature stuff on it as well to make it absolutely extra amazing. That's not even a word, but I'm just making it up. But that's, I mean, you, to be honest with you, brutally honest, uh, if someone else performs this song, I tend to miss you at that point to that degree you perform so well. I'm not exaggerating at all, but this is honest uh, um, feedback from me and because I've been to numerous concerts, but there is something so, so special about that song performed by you. So, I mean, I don't know, it's not even a question, but I was going to ask you, how do you do this? <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know how I do this, but all I know is that most, I think, most likely Thirida Thirida was one of the first albums I heard wow. in Tamil when I was, uh, you know, in school. Yeah. And uh, my cousin, I used to go to her house and she would play this Roja and Thirida Thirida in Tamil. Mm. And I'm like, what are you playing? What is this music? Mm. And where is this from? And mm. can I borrow your cassette? So I borrowed her cassette and I copied it. Wow. You know, and I remember just not sleeping for a couple of nights because yeah. this music was mind blowing. Like right from Veer Pandey Kurtele to yeah. Titi and then Chandralekha, wow. Rasati and all these songs and every song had a unique quality. It it sounded so international to me. I was like, are we serious? We have someone who's composing this this kind of music in our country. I want to meet him. I I don't think I can meet him because I'm not qualified enough. But yeah, yeah maybe I can just uh, be the staff at the at the at his studio and clean the studio in the morning, and maybe just listen to the music that is being composed wow. under the table or something. I used to tell this to my cousins and my school friends because I would only listen to Roja, Bombay, Rangila, yeah. Tal. Yeah. Uh, 
you know thirula thirula and uh, all all his his music and and my my cousins and my sisters they knew what it meant to me uh, to to me to be part of ramansar's music mm. and mm. and and to sing for him and they knew and they they wow. were like this is unbelievable this is more than a dream come true for you you only yeah. wanted to to just be a house help at home yeah. and his studio and you ended up singing for him i'm like yeah i think i don't want anything else in life now wow wow <laughs> what else do you want when you have dreamt of uh, just meeting someone and you actually get to perform with him and sing for him yeah what else do you want amazing so yeah uh, i'm you just reminded me of something because you said you would feel like going to a studio just cleaning stuff and listening to the stuff that he does right and when i met sir for the first time ever i was so excited obviously i was over the moon and i told sir um i just feel like leaving everything there and coming and working with you and I'll, how about i be your bodyguard and he said you'll get bored in one day <laughs> and i told him sir why do you say that? how how long will you keep seeing my face i said sir no it's not about that but it's for the the love and the respect that i he said that will be amazing if it will actually if we are at a distance because you know that's how um, the love flourishes and then uh, it it shouldn't come to a standstill where you're sick and tired of the same thing and then yeah it well that that was his take on <laughs> anyway so he yeah of course anything that he speaks is like i keep thinking about it and so anyway here's another very good friend of yours who sent this question like minutes before you came and he said do ask neeti about it and he said what was your feeling when you sang maya maya for the first time ever on stage and you performed it so well that you made that song your own and he has actually forgotten about the original singer and this is hriday huh? hey hriday i call him heart and he's so amazing like i remember starting you know his father is instrumental in making me meet ramansa yeah uh, mr deepak gatani and the father and son were there on the podcast yeah oh wow great so uh, and i thank him so many times and i feel like if if hridaya's uh, father deepak had not uh, auditioned me and met me we bumped into each other outside some theater in mumbai and he yeah. said we are auditioning for you know ar's uh, yeah. you know concert and we need a female singer a younger voice would you like to audition for it yeah and this was 2007 uh, when uh, guru had just come out the film correct. guru correct Oh, and I, I said I would love to audition for it. He said, "Yeah, just make a CD of couple of songs, whatever you like, and just send it to me." Um, so I recorded some songs mm. on it, and Maya Maya was on it. I don't know why I was listening to his because I used to only listen to his music. So I sang Barsore, and I sang Maya Maya. Wow! Uh, because these two were the only female songs on on that album, and I recorded them, and I sang one or two songs more, one English song. and i recorded and i dropped the cd to deepak's office yeah. and after that i didn't hear from them for almost 15 days 
Yeah. And uh, I forgot about it. I mean, at the back of my mind, I was like, I, I hope I get I get to hear from them because it'll be like dream come true. I'm just one step yeah. away from meeting them, answer. And my sisters knew that how crazy I would be if if I was called for this show. And I remember I was uh, I was part of a band called Asma, yeah. a, a pop band, and and we were traveling to Nepal. Right. And so we had just finished flying from Mumbai to Delhi and yeah. then we were supposed to fly from Delhi to uh, Kathmandu in another aircraft. Wow. So you know how you switch off your phone and then yeah. you, you land, you switch on your phone. Yeah. I landed in Delhi, I switched on my phone, it was early in the morning and and I have Deepak's message saying, hey, he liked your voice. I'm like, <laughs> it's like nine in the morning and, and I'm just oh, at the wow. airport and I'm looking around and I'm like, who do I share this with? This is this is like, and and he said you are in. So in wow. June and July you're gonna be traveling with us. And I I wanted to just collapse on the floor and kind of make a scene out of it. But I'm like no, hold yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then yeah, then I was part of his concert and then he's then we rehearsed in Chennai and then I didn't get to meet him. But I, I straight away met him in San Francisco where we were performing and he saw me perform because he had not seen me sing mm. and dance mm-hmm. together. And with Maya Maya, we had little choreography yeah. and I learned all of that because I used to dance. And and, and, and apparently it went well in the concert. Mm. Uh, people really appreciated it. And then I just did not have, I, I did not know how to uh, face him. Yeah. Was I good enough in the concert or would I be sent back home, you know, by yeah. the next flight? I did not know that. And the next morning we are flying to Vancouver. Yeah. And and I'm just, you know, this, I'm, I'm so new into this performing scene and first time performing solo. I was so scared. And at the airport he meets me and he does, he does this. Oh, like wow. He's really far. He's just entered and, and he's doing this and he's he wants to... Make sure that I see him, and I'm I'm looking at him, but I'm like, is he looking at me? <laughs> oh my God, he liked my performance, and oh, then wow. I was so relieved. I messaged my parents, and I think I'm gonna be continuing on the tour. <laughs> I will not be thrown out of this show. Awesome. And yeah, and then it became uh, such a beautiful association with him. And now I look back, and I feel like I'm so grateful to Deepak for having me audition for something like this and and mm. thank god that our paths crossed otherwise i would not have been the same person wow i mean you you you're being so humble but yeah uh, you you were meant to be that's all you were blessed so and i'm i feel so blessed to to have been able to witness some of your performances with sir and stuff like that so it was all meant to happen that's all <laughs> uh, so one of your other colleagues, uh, he was very excited when I told him that you were going to be on the podcast and his view was, he said, Neeti is the permanent band member in Sir's band. And this this is not a question, this is just a, a thing that he said and this is from Suresh Peters, if you remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He, yeah, oh wow. He came on the podcast and yeah, I got him to sing that for sure. Oh, nice. And nice. so, look, uh, I know we all love Sir and I was actually going to, I changed my question. So I thought 
instead of asking you, I know we all love sir, there's no message that we can give him because he doesn't need anything. He's there to shower the love for us. So I was going to ask you, is there anything that you want to dedicate for him? And we know he generally watches stuff, but he watches everything in fast forward mode. And I'm sure this podcast might come in the way for him. Uh, I think I wish really, I, I wish good health for Raman sir, because he works so hard and and I feel like uh, thanking him again and again for yeah. being who he is for all of us and for being the guiding light, for being, for being the source of inspiration. And, mm. and my family knows what he means to me. I mean, you know, the very existence of mine has a huge role to, uh, you know, offer him answer to, wow. to play. And, and for me, uh, I feel like I'm someone, my name is Neeti, which means rules, you know, like you have to have certain philosophy about life. And I feel like he, he completed my name, you know, in my huh. life, like he added so much meaning to it. And he added so much, uh, he, he didn't ask me to do anything. It's just that his presence made me realize that uh, you have to uh, work hard at your craft and you have to be a good human being. You, wow. you can be extremely loving and helpful and at the same time be so unpredictable. So it is so exciting to be around him and yeah. at the same time very calming like and I, I still when I meet him I, my hands mm. become numb and my first word will fumble and <laughs> hello sir and something like that I'll do I don't know why it's just the respect for him and uh, and I, I just can't explain that but I, I just wish him good health and I wish the best for him always and his family and I I feel like if if I see all of them happy, his mother happy and healthy, I feel very happy. Awesome. Great. Really, really well said. Because I can actually relate to what he just said. Um, I was in Trichy, as I told you, in February. And then when he came down the stage to talk to me, nothing came out of my mouth for nearly a minute. And I was trying to say something. I myself could not hear what I was saying. And he just kept smiling. And then he said, OK, now tell me. <laughs> And yeah, that's what happens. I don't know. It's just not not fear, but it's just the love and respect. Yeah, it's just the respect that you get overwhelmed by his presence. And yeah, and it's been twelve years, and I and imagine how what it feels to sing in this condition in his shows. So you have to prepare really a lot. Yeah. So yeah, so that you have to go past that feeling, you know, mm. and you have to only think of your craft and and the song and not his presence. Yeah. So, yeah. And the, and the aura that he brings as well, right? Yeah. And so, Niti, I know I've bombarded you with so many questions from myself and from everyone else as well. I was just going to say, do you have a question for me? Not that you have to, but you can ask uh, me. I, what is your ultimate goal in life? Uh, okay. Well, I mean, my ultimate goal probably would be just to do the right thing and try and help as many as I can and try to follow as many things as I can, What, especially with what Sir does. And I've tried to ins get inspired from him in a number of ways, but 
I'm still finding my feet on it. Um, but otherwise, there's no really ultimate goal. But I would say just to do the right thing. That's all. Yeah. Thank you. It's a great question. I, I was like wondering what should I even answer because no one has ever asked me like this. <laughs> Thank you for that. And Thank look, I want, to, I want to keep the best for the last. So okay. GRA, right? I'm sure you have, you've got some amazing memories. It, it was a groundbreaker. It smashed so many records and you still rock the stage with that song. I was just going to ask you what comes to your mind about GRA? GRA is like an unforgettable and most um, most memorable yeah. uh, incident of my life. And I feel like um, I would have never imagined to be in the same room as A.R. Rahman sir, uh, Gulzar Saab, wow. and Yashwajarji. I would have never imagined wow. that to happen to me. And that too, right at the beginning of, of my playback career. So I think that... That was overwhelming and and it was so humbling, mm. you know, mm. as an experience. And yet, how everybody was just trying to be creative and mm. and make the song beautiful and, and mm. how they were giving me instructions. Only Ramansa was giving me instructions that just mm. have a lot of attitude and this girl is modern and she's, she's energetic and just sing like this, sing like that. And I was just following that and singing and I was done in an hour. Wow. And I'm, I couldn't believe this then. I thought they didn't like my voice or something. That's wow. why they asked me to leave. And just to, to see the, the way they were talking to each other with so much respect and uh, how the creative differences were also celebrated. Wow. And it was, the perspective was so beautiful. Uh, I just loved that. And it was, I cried so much when the song released. I couldn't believe it that it just yeah. it is happening to me, yeah. and I was like, yeah. okay, God, I think my purpose of this lifetime is served. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I never imagined something like this would ever happen, and and to top it all, uh, it was a Shah Rukh Khan's film, and it was yeah. most awaited film of the year, and so mm. many other things. And this song was appreciated a lot because to uh, to be appreciated you know as a newcomer it's very difficult because unless you sound like someone i don't i didn't sound like anyone mm. i i had my own personality to the song mm. so i for me i think that approval mm. at that point made made me feel mm. welcomed into the playback scene mm. so i am extremely grateful and after that after that so many beautiful things happened because mm. of that song that mm. one song and and that is why I will always be so grateful to Rahman sir about for this for this song and for thinking of me and for always looking out for me and um, yeah of course it makes me yeah. emotional <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's amazing I mean I still listen to this song it plays almost every other day yeah there's so much energy in this it's the best part and today I'm actually getting to speak to the singer of that amazing song. I feel very honored and blessed. Thank you so much. Before we close off, maybe a line of that song. Oh, okay. Mm. Chali re, chali re, 
दिल का शिकरा खुदी से मैंने इश्क किया रे हा beautiful so good so good niti thank you so much for this and thank you so much for coming on this podcast i i'm truly honored that you made it and thank you from the bottom of my heart <laughs> thank you for having me and all the very best to you and and your lovely soul and uh, your intention is is just beautiful and and full of service towards towards especially sir so i really appreciate that and i feel all your dreams and all your collaborations uh, you know be successful thank you thank you so much